Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss and analyze your favorite Marvel sports. From JMR Marble League to all go-do tournaments, we'll make sure you never miss the action. All Marble Sports, all the time, right here on the MSW Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Marble Sports Worldwide podcast. My name is Brendan. And I'm Commander Wolf. What was that, Hannibal Lecter? It's just, I'm sorry. I'm just too excited. Marble League is back this year, guys. 2021 Marble League has already started with the qualifiers. You guys know. You got. I yelled that so loud. Oh, my God. Sorry. You guys know if you've been a part of this show for... A long time. You know that Marble League is Marble Guys, or Brendan's, favorite by far out of all the three JMR events. I love all of them, but Marble League just gets all my juices just flowing at high levels. So I am super excited to talk about Marble League today. There's a few things that happened in the qualifiers that um, got me extra excited. If you know me, you know what those couple of things may be. So we will talk about those as well. Um we have a late episode. I know it's been two weeks since we've done an episode um, because uh, we were working on getting a guest on who's a very special guest for today, as well as uh, I am uh, I was down in Florida. I'm going to be moving to Florida in about two, three months. Um, so we were looking at houses. We were trying to decide on one. Uh, my, my parents, of course, I'm, I'm not paying for a house yet. Um, and that's, that's a big deal. So that was taking up a lot of time. So sorry for a delayed episode. Um, we did not cover much of the end of SMR. So after I turn things over to WAF to, um, tell us about his life, I'm going to just do a little, uh, spiel on SMR and the end of that, um, for like a couple minutes here in the intro. And then we're going to just stay straight with Marble League and the rest of the stuff for the bulk of the episode. So. Well, with that being said, Waff, tell us about your life from the past few weeks. Uh, well, I get, the only thing that, like I said, really substantial that I got done recently is, like, like for one thing, I came back and there's been a bunch of, like, I don't know if you know, but, like, they're, like, sweat bees, like, tiny little bees that just, like, flying around my my apartment room. I've oh, been killing damn. them for the past few weeks. It's been not very fun and very annoying. Uh, but then I guess I also, I did some rock climbing recently, uh, just to with my church and uh, it I, it was quite an intense physically intense uh event like like i was doing bouldering which is kind of like a it's, it's a small wall but like it has like different angles and very strange um um holes you gotta grab onto right like my arms st- my arms legitimately still hurt and i was and it happened on wednesday today is uh sunday so uh that should tell you like, like i like it, it, i gave it my all for that and i'm still feeling it <laughs> that's good though no pain no gain you know what i'm saying gotta put in that put in that work and then the, the rock climbing rock climbing is fun rock climbing is i've always wanted to go out and do it i haven't done it in a long time um like probably years ago but i get a little bit uh worried about the heights so that's why I'm. yeah no like, I, I did one of the big tall walls and like i got up pretty high but like, i had i had the strength to go up higher but i could i couldn't push past the uh the mental block and i i had to go back down again no i feel you man for sure um you talked about bees um 
I knew a girl and it was like a couple days ago. I told her I'd like, I killed a bee or something or I don't like bees. And uh, cause she posted a video of herself, like holding a bee, like, Ooh, bee cute. And I was like, how do you hold bees? Like bees is like scary. What if they sting you? And so I said, Oh yeah, I've killed a couple bees before. And she, for some reason got really, really like upset about that. Like more upset than like anything else I've ever said to her before. Cause we're like friends. So she was like, she's like, how do you kill bees? That's awful. I'm so, I'm so offended. I'm like, what? I don't understand. I don't understand how that's the thing that uh, that bothers you about, about from all the things that I mean, I've said. Bee, I mean, bees, are, like, they, they can't sting you more than once, so they know not to, like, they only do it if it's absolutely necessary. Yeah, they freak me out still, though. So, I mean, uh, don't kill or bees. Or if you get stuck. I've actually, I've seen a actually video where, like, a bee like, got a stinger stuck in a guy's arm once, but, like, he didn't start freaking out. He just helped him get a stinger, and then he just flew away. Damn. That guy has more uh, courage than I do. I don't know. When I when when bees land on me, I just kind of I become a I become a little schoolgirl. I flip out and I start hitting it. And I start slapping it, um, and just trying to get it away. Cause I don't, I don't know why. I think it's because I got like stung by a bunch of bees when I was really young. So I just have that like hmm. PTSD or something from it. But um, uh, with that being said, guys, I'm just gonna do a quick two minutes on SMR. Okay, SMR. I predicted Super Bowl would win overall. Waff, tell me who won overall. Super su- Super Bowl won overall, as you just said. Yeah, and actually, me and Waff, um, on the uh, we had dinner after episode one hundred at a, a very nice pizza place. Uh, Waff ordered mm-hmm. a giant cookie and ate two bites. He he ordered this I, giant freaking lava cookie, ate two bites. He's like, I'm I'm done. I'm done with, with ice cream. Okay, mind you, I think I ate I think I ate half of it. Okay. I think I ate. Uh, no, yeah, because I sat there and I was like, you're gonna eat a li- you're gonna eat a couple more bites of that cookie. I'm telling you what. Um. <laughs> But uh, no, that was it was a really fun dinner. But we talked about uh, SMR for a little while, and we both came to the conclusion that we think Super Bowl actually would win, even though we were sitting in third place or second place at the time, um, just because of some of the the clear skill he showed uh, in the previous race, where we made that really nice pass um, that we analyzed. I think in the previous episode, or yeah, it was up episode, episode uh, race eleven. Yeah, um, yeah, we analyzed that. So uh, I'm really happy to have predicted right. We ended. Fi- we talked about where we ended with fantasy on that, did we? I think privately we did. It was eh. I think maybe we might have come up with a fantasy. I can't remember who I said I thought would win over. Like, like I definitely knew that Super Bowl had a very high chance of winning, but I felt like I think I think I mentioned that I felt like Ghost Plasma had a decent chance, and but like then like they got they got hit by that, like they got stuck on the last race. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that made and me so happy. They <laughs> missed out on the podium too, which it sucks, man. Sucks. I feel I feel for Ghost Plasma. I feel for him. Slimer also hit the podium, and that was unexpected for sure because Slimer was kind of undernoticed throughout the the year of SMR. But to, for him to slowly work his way up and and then grab, I think he grabbed third overall was uh, was really interesting. Um, overall, SMR was good this year. Um, I don't like how they broke it up six and six. That was really annoying, and I did not enjoy that at all. But I did enjoy the snow rallies, and I'm hoping in the future to make SMR a much better event that they really start to try to work in different terrains. They really start to go to the next level creativity wise. Cause now we've got five, six years of the sand race and I know they're hard to make. I know they're difficult to construct, but I think a, a raise in creativity again, where something new hits us out of nowhere. We're like, Whoa, we didn't think SMR was going to come up with that would be um, really nice. This intro is long. Okay. This intro is way too long. So let's just go to the news. Let's see what Johnny Marble has to say. And then when we come back, we have a very special guest and a lot of Marble League to discuss. 
Hello, Marble Sports fans! I am Johnny Marble here with the Marble Sports Worldwide News, sponsored by the Marble Hotel. Wherever you roll, we'll be there. Let's get right into it, shall we? Race 12 of Marble Rally Season 5 was a battle for all the glory. The Marbles had a rough time of it out on the track, such as when Dragon's Eggs lost an early lead after going too high up on a turn, and Comet flew off the track, like most Comets do. The most important complication, though, came from Ghost Plasma, who was in 5th place, but got stuck on a divider near the end, taking them out of podium contention. After fighting through all of that, Super Bowl came in 1st, followed by Marbly Bit Marble Face in 2nd, and Lollipop in 3rd. Now for the overall results. After amassing three victories this season, Super Bowl was able to secure the gold. And very close behind them, with multiple third and second place finishes, is Cool Moody, taking home the silver, and Slimer claiming the bronze. Congratulations to these incredible racers, and we here at MSW can't wait to see them again in Season 6. But next up, we have the final two races of the Racing Marble League Season 2. Race 5 took place at the Mibs Express Raceway, featuring a large incline and S-curve, and it was quite a treacherous track, as several marbles would get stuck at one of the turns throughout the race, resulting in 6 marbles getting overlapped, with Luminous MC even being lapped twice. It was quite a struggle, but Crimson Lady managed to take first, followed by Serpent Smart in second, and Polyonyx in third. Finally, we have Race 6 at the classic RML Speedway featuring a large glass bridge with branching paths. There was a lot of back and forth throughout, and in the end, Zero took first, followed by Rampage in second, and Crimson Lady took home third. And with that, we can move on to their overall results. While they may not have won as many races as they did last year, Crimson Lady still kept up her incredible racing and maintains her title as the champion of the Racing Marble League. Close behind though is Rampage with the silver, who really gave Crimson Lady a run for their money, and Victoria's Secret taking home the bronze. Season 2 was incredible, and we here at MSW are looking forward to Season 3. Well guys, I've been Johnny Marble. You are the best fans in the world. Let's take it on back and continue now with the podcast that is sponsored by Marble Hotel. Wherever you roll, we'll be there. And so will Johnny Marble. Welcome back from the news, everybody. Thank you. Gratitudes, even, to Johnny Marble for bringing us an exciting news segment. So much going on in Marble League this week. But before we dive into that, we got to introduce our special guest, a former JMRC member and the, I think, the uh, the vanguard, we'll call, of the Marble Earth Project, which we will talk about later today. Welcome, Stinth, to episode 101 of the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast. Hello, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, it's I, great to have you I back. I am correct in saying that you are that you were the the mind, the creator of the Marvel Earth Project, correct? Yes, I am running a project Marvel Earth right now. Um, and I started it as well um, a few months ago, and it's continued. Awesome, and we will talk about what that is later on. But as we get into Marble League discussion today, I want to point out a few things. I'll point out some interesting stats that we should be aware of when going into today. Obviously, you guys know I'm very excited about one particular thing that happened. But before I mention that, I'm going to let you guys think about that again for a moment. 
I'm going to talk to you about um, the teams that have always been in every single Marble League. So a lot of teams lost that honor this week. Um, you know, Oceanics, Team Galactic, both not qualifying, which is really crazy to think about. Team Galactic, for me, was the most surprised because since they seem to me to always be the most consistently solid and recognized team. Like, like you know Team Galactic's going to be there. You know Team Galactic is always going to be finishing about fifth place. But um, he did not make it. So uh, many people reached out to me with this stat because I asked for it to thank you to all those people. But they said, uh, Savage Speeders, O-Rangers, Thunderbolts, and Mellow Yellow are the only teams left that have been in every regular Marble League, not counting the winter ones and all that, since 2016. Team Galactic and Oceanics have been in every one since 2016, but as you know, we're not qualified for 2021. And the Midnight Wisps have perfect attendance since 2017. They did, they did not appear in 2016, but they've been in everything since 2017 and also didn't make it this year, making them the first Marble League team that has won a Marble League to not be in, um, to not qualify in a later date for a Marble League. So, um, with that being said, anyone else as surprised as I am by all of those facts? Yeah, I mean, I'm... Oh, well, don't all speak ahead, at go once. Ahead, go ahead, Stith. <laughs> go, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh, I I would say yes. I'm I'm quite surprised, and uh, as someone who had a look behind the scenes in the past, um, it's quite surprising uh, this year to see how much things have changed. Um, it, this year's qualifiers was definitely structured differently compared to previous year's qualifiers, and the events this time around uh, lent uh, lent themselves to produce more random results than you would expect. Like you would expect, um, say, uh, the Savage Speeders, just as an example, Savage Speeders to do very well in speed events. Well, this right. time around, you have the wave, which is just kind of a chaotic event as it is, mm -hmm. very, very much focused on speed and control. But there's so many things going on in the wave that you really, we're really not sure what strategy works for that right now, especially because it is a new event. Then you have Funnel Endurance, which definitely has uh, some speed and control elements as well. Um, and then you also have the relay, which, um, I mean, that's a speed event purely. Um, but you also have to think about like the handoff in that event. And mm, then you have mm. the sand rally, which, um, really is speed. Um, but even then, like with all of the, this focus on like speed and racing, um, there, there, selection of events was also just different than what we've been used to and there really weren't like any events like based on like brute skill like such as block pushing uh i know that's something a lot of wisps fans were not happy to see get axed mm, yeah i wisps historically do extremely well in block pushing that um, is for sure so i i mean i i still thought the Wisps were going to qualify, and to be fair, like they were really close to qualifying. Um, one point away. That no, tie... no, one point away. I, don't, I was looking at something else. Sorry, I don't know. How, I don't know how uh, many points away. I had to scroll down on the wiki here. Yeah, the tie in Group A, and 
there there was a tie in group B too, uh, between seventh mm-hmm. and eighth. But it really could have been. It it it's like, even like the smallest change in these qualifiers could have had wildly different implications. So. Oh yeah. Um, I think the biggest the biggest one would be uh, how the division between Group A and B, like in Group A, the uh, the Jungle Jumpers and the Midnight Wisps, like they got more points than cho- the Chocolatiers and uh, who was the other team? I forget. The Ducks. It was the, the Green Ducks. The Ducks. And it's like and like there was other people who were like like who were like saying like, well like because they got a higher points values they should have replaced them because that's just like you know they proved they got they did better so they should like get the position. But then it's like, well, like if they were, if they had swapped groups or different teams were in different groups, then the results would have been different. And so it's like, it's Ooh. hard to say, like, like what, like what should be done in that situation? Well, yeah, wow. that's. Well, I I have sorry, I have to roll in right here. Can I get it? Roll, roll. I'm rolling in. Um, Go ahead. Okay, I have to I have to roll in right here because because well, if you got it, you got to be careful what you're saying because I I don't think they're neat like. I disagree with the structuring of the qualifiers, but once that structuring is laid out, once you've separated them into those two groups and that's what you're deciding to do, then there there I feel that there should be no argument that, oh, the eighth place from group A would have beaten the sixth place of group B, so that should be taken into that's not. Because the the structuring has already been decided. Whether you agree with the structuring or not is a very good conversation that we can have. But once it's established, I, I think there needs to be um, an overall acceptance for that's the way it is. Group A. The marbles in Group A compete against the marbles in Group A. So if they're better than marbles in Group B that get to qualify, that's immaterial. That is not even worth um discussing by the way i'm i just i'm distracted because i'm seeing i'm seeing on the um the jmr wiki the name of the location for the marble league is uh fel felnia coliseum like feline felnia so i just coliseum. Uh, yeah i thought that was cool but um felinia but um no like i think that there should be no argument like in that regard because it's it's about how the structuring has been put into place so the only argument that i feel like is a, is more or at least more necessary and more valid because you know you're going to hear a lot of marble league fans arguing about these kinds of things is well is the structuring even a good idea in the first place should it be structured into two groups like this or should it not be hmm. yes i think uh both you marble guy and waf brought up uh the points that I agree with about this is that once it was separated, that's just the way it is. And it would be unfair to compare, uh, compare like the results in group A to that of group B, because that's simply just how it was structured. Um, exactly. And I mean, you would be looking at it the same, it, it, it would be the same case if the green ducks, no, if the pinkies and cobalts had higher points than the, uh, gliding glaciers and Team Momo in Group A, like people would be having that conversation as well, um, right? And I think it, yeah, it, it's worth noting too that uh, the Raspberry Racers in Group B had the highest points of yeah any of the teams. Um, the degree to which Group A and Group B were competitive is. It, I, I feel like it's really difficult to compare the two based mm-hmm. on this. Yeah. Team Galactic Agreed. in Group B got more points than two, uh, the the bottom two in Group A, the Balls of Chaos and Oceanics. 
Um, and the Team Galactic didn't even score in the first event. So, oh man, yeah, yeah. I, I I think looking at these two tables, um, looking at this graphic that I'm looking at right now, um, it's it, you can argue like whether the structure was correct, like whether this is something that should be done in future years, whether this is something that really worked this year, but uh, I'm not so keen on thinking, trying to argue that one team in one group should have qualified over another team in another group. I don't think that's fair. I agree with that, um, Stint. Um, I, I agree yeah. too. Like, I, I just kind of wanted to bring up because like, that's something that I'd heard a whole lot about. Like, it's like people were being very upset about that. Like, cause like, like their their favorite teams, like they couldn't, they didn't make it in because like, even though they did better than another one. But like the point is that like yeah, like they, it's not like the, the competitiveness, especially like, with the Raspberry Racers. Like they took so many points that could have been given to other teams. Like that's kind of like a way to think about. It, is like the Raspberry Racers like took so many. Like, if they hadn't like been so dominant. Like then, like the it probably wouldn't have been a, a question. Like they probably the ones below them probably would have gotten like enough points to be higher than the uh, the jungle jumpers and the and the and the wisps. So it wouldn't really matter too much. Like it, it yeah. is like a one point difference. So like like I'm personally not upset about it, but I do know that a lot of other people are. Yeah, and, and I it, understand and it, people who are upset about it because it's a perspective. Uh, I I, right? I don't know that these qualifiers definitely did feel different compared to other qualifiers and whether that's because of like the choice of events or because of the teams that didn't make it um or like because of uh, i don't know some of the uh finer production details of this qualifiers um i i think there's a lot to talk about here but well i mean um, i i have always had some problems with the qualifiers in general i've said this before many times before i think the qualifiers should be six events i think the qualifiers should while it's nice to feature a new event in the qualifiers and i'm fine with that like swing wave which is interesting to say the least um i really want to see the basics i really want to see the basics of marble league put out in the qualifiers five meter sprint should be there five meter sprint should be in the qualifier because that is that is the basics of marble sports they did have funnel endurance so i'll give them that and relays here and there but i mean i feel like block pushing needs to be in there block pushing is a staple it tests a very specific skill in in, in marble sports it leans more towards the strength side and it's very basic in its form so that it's not a weird complex event it, it's simply be strong work as a team that's the basis of block pushing, and it should be in there for that reason. Collision should be in there. Not only being a fan-favorite event, but also being an event that tests teamwork. It tests teamwork and head-to-head -head marble... Um, uh, not racing, head-to-head -head marble just battling, I guess. So it needs to be there because that's a skill necessary in Marble League that should be tested on marbles that are trying to qualify. Swing Wave is not a necessary thing to be in the qualifiers. As cool as Swing Wave was, and I have mixed opinions on that, and we'll get there, and Swing Wave's weird, it doesn't need to be in the qualifiers. It doesn't test a basic skill. I do agree with San Rally being in the qualifiers, something we don't often see, so I did, I did enjoy that because that's also the basic skill of, of long-distance racing. But, but to not see block pushing, to not see collision, and honestly, in my opinion, there should be six events because that's a more holistic test... I, I'm always left a little bit 
at least for this time, a little bit disappointed in destruction the qualifiers. Add to that the two groups thing, and and you know while while because destruction is out there, you can't really complain about midnight wisps and pinkies and who should have qualified. I think that that argument, because that argument is even existing, they should not do it in two groups like that. They should allow everybody to compete at once. The best marbles advance. The not as good marbles don't advance because you want you want the best teams. You want the best teams to be put forth out there on the field. So if you just randomly group them, if you group, like like let's pretend group twelve bad teams in a group, group twelve good teams in a group. I'm saying like, if you look at all the previous stats overall from lifetime, if you group the 12 best teams in one and the 12 worst teams in one, then you're going to, you're going to be getting rid of six really good teams. And you're going to be keeping six, not so good teams in the overall scheme of things because of that, the way it's grouped. So it might randomly end up like that one of these times. And you have a really bad grouping that gives you a really odd marble league for that season. That's not really accurate towards the best players. So those are some thoughts I have. Sorry. Sorry to ramble uh, on well, so long. Wow. Well, like, 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 I'm sorry. Do you want, you want to go ahead and go a synth? <laughs> um, yeah, I think these are really interesting and important points. And um, it, if this is the qualifiers that finally gets the fan base talking about these things, then, and like tries to, not only gets the fan base talking about these things, but gets. Uh, the channel to actually consider these changes, then I'm all for that because I agree with a lot of the points that you brought up. Um, yeah, I, I have nothing else to say. Um, right now. I will say that, like, when I heard about Swing Wave and, like, it, it coming back from Hubelino, I was imagining, like, the, the Hubelino tracks, like, uh, I don't know if I, like, really want that, but then, like, I've seen one, like, how they, like, they gave this, like, release really, um, professional-looking track to do it with, and also, like, I had actually forgotten, like, how, like, at the end of it, like, go- going too far is actually uh, a bad thing. Like, like, like it actually adds, like, a, l- a level, like, you gotta, like, figure out how much, uh, like, how much power and speed you want to go into it with. And, like, so it, it does, like, it does test some, like, like, control and, like, the risk-reward system. And, like, some teams, they went way too fast and they flew right off. And some that went so fast, they actually bumped their last member into the, the little bucket at the end. And it's like... I think it. I think Swing Wave is actually a lot more fun than I expected it to be, and I think it. I think it does test a. I think it does test a certain skill. Maybe not as essential as not like five meter sprint. Skill. Sure, I, you have, especially if you're choosing. I'm sorry to cut in off, but you have four events for the qualifiers because for some reason they don't want to do six. Why are we? Why is Swing Wave in there? I. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's just like it's a good event. I don't get me wrong. And there's a there's a, we can talk in a second about strategies for this event because I think I kind of figured out where marbles should be aiming but it's just it, there's what's the it's not an essential skill as far as what you need for basic marble league performance in my opinion hmm. well let's yeah. let's take a look let's actually because i'm curious let's compare this to last year's marble league and i know that's like kind of just going on a bit of a tangent but I, no, that's I'm fine. Interested. No, tangents and MSW. That's those go together. So I'm interested do. to see how you think balancing funnel endurance, block pushing, and five meter sprint stack up against oh, this year's qualifier events. Absolutely, way better. Okay, let's talk about that. Thanks for bringing that up. Balancing, and, and I can't believe that I forgot about balancing when I ranted before. Balancing should just. Go back to that rant and then like put balancing in just the word balancing in there somewhere because that should be also balancing is a staple, a basic skill of Marble League. 
and it should be in the qualifiers as well. So balancing plus five meter sprint plus funnel endurance plus block pushing, those are four basic skills. The only thing that, and it's, this one's arguable anyway, but the only thing that's really left out there would be collision. Um, and um, honestly, if they had six events instead of four, they could do collision as well, plus a new event and trying to whet the appetite for that. But those four are the are perfect. The last year's qualifiers was beautiful. And I think that's why but, last year's Marble League ended up being so exciting and so sensible because you really had the best teams, the most simply best Marble League teams out there on the field when you got to the main event. I'm, I, I'm thinking about that, but yeah, you're right. Like, like that does test I think like the four most important and most used skills in Marble League, like speed from five meter sprint, precision from balancing, strength from block pushing and then and endurance from funnel endurance like th- those are like, so- those are four very important skills like, like i do wonder the, f- the qualifiers might become boring if it was always just the same those four every time but like it, it is hard to argue against it because they are like they test the four most important skills i disagree the, the with the boredom aspect if they always keep it in one video like this because then it's not like four weeks where you always know what events coming. Besides, those four events are some of the are definitely the more popular events among the marble sports community at large. And and in in, in a qualifier, a qualifier should have a level of consistency because, like, imagine from a marbles perspective, we can jump in a role play here for a minute. Imagine like, you know, you're trying to qualify for Marble League one year, and you train, you're sprinting, you train, you're block pushing, and you as your teamwork, and you're all ready with these basic skills. You're like, as a basic team, you're really good. And then you hit, and then like you do good that year. And the next year you have to qualify and you hit with swing wave and underwater race. And then, um, I don't know what else, Newton's cradle. Then you're thrown way off your game. And you, you hit with these things that are very technical and complicated. And, and like we've talked about with uh, swing wave, the strategy is really unknown and really goes against what a lot of the normal strategies are for a, a, a team of marbles when out there on the field for a particular event. So it's, it it really it really kind of throws you off to have an inconsistent qualifiers. I yeah. suppose, but like, uh, folk did mention how like the, the limers wouldn't have made it without swing wave. So it's like, uh. <laughs> well, well, actually, we do, we do get. Um, sorry, I, I teased this but didn't mention it. Um, the most the 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 most excited I thing I was excited about for this marble league being that the limers did qualify. So we have a limers. We have them this year in Marble League, and I'm very excited for that. Um, I'm a little sad that, that? The, I'm, a little, <laughs> I'm a little sad that the reason that they're in is because of all the weird retirements, like of the Jawbreakers and the Hornets, and and, and all that drama. But um, to see the Limers in there, to see them perform well, is is just makes me happy. I'm a Limers fan. Um, I am a little bit worried because they got a little dead last in Sand Rally, which is probably the most basic skill of the of the four events, but. Listen, we'll, uh, we'll hope for the best with the Limers. So, oh boy. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I kept telling myself, I was like, if the Limers win an event, if the Limers win an event, I'm going to like eat a sock or something. <laughs> and the wave came on and I was like very worried that I would actually have to eat a sock. And then the Raspberry Racer <laughs> saved me. Um, as oh they do, uh, of course, the only team that could place above the Limers had to be the Raspberry Racers. Oh and my I'm God, so yeah. here for that. It, it, that's just poetic justice. I um, love that too. Yeah, it's so great to talk that's, about. Yeah. 
to talk about the teams that made it this time around, especially because it's not like some of the established teams. It is actually nice to see a bit of a turnover, um, even if like I am very sad. Um, my sister is an Oceanics fan. My friend is an Oceanics mm. fan. Um, I know so many people in the community that are Team Galactic fans and that are Wisps fans. And it's like really it, it and like Balls of Chaos fans, too. I can't forget about Mask and Shino. Um, it, it, it's sad to see that the turnover was on their end. Um, and like to see how close Team Momo was to not qualifying. It could have yeah. been my team two it like it, it came down to a photo finish in the relay and not fully screwing up the sand rally for team momo um yeah yeah but it's also exciting to see some new blood in the marble league finally um is this the way it should have happened uh i will continue to question that but the Roho uh, yeah. rollers are finally back in the marble league um they've never yes this is the first time they've ever qualified for the marble Mm, league like outside of the lore reason that i gave them uh the gliding glaciers have finally qualified for a marble league uh they're now joining every team from 2018 um which by the way uh talk about like perfect attendance no 2018 team has failed to qualify except for uh, the gliding glaciers, but like that was their old roster. And now technically, I don't know. They still like horrendously failed to qualify for the 2018 winter marble league, but it's nice to see them finally join the roster. Um, again, for sure. Um, Um, yeah, I'm otherwise in group group a, uh, it was nice to see the thunderbolts actually have uh, thunderbolts and mellow yellow after like a host of just, mediocre performances mm-hmm. actually do well um yeah I- i'm sure Agreed. people want to see the hazers do well but they're like always the bridesmaid <laughs> really <laughs> um <laughs> no no that's yeah that's that's a good point hazers like you you really never see them at first they're always they're stuck in third and fourth maybe some seconds here and there and they're a good team if we're talking are. fantasy and you say hazers i'm not saying negative things but I mean, yeah. they just never seem to, to to rise up and really be the best of the best. Yeah, but they're a safe pick, and like you'll you know that they'll always be there, um, right? In mm-hmm. some form, um, and then to talk about Group B too, like um, Shining Swarm, the Solar man. Flares. Uh, that was a disappointment, but I don't think. Yeah, I I don't know if it's like them or just like kind of being thrown into a qualifiers uh because i the the green ducks and the stars were thrown into that qualifiers and the green, they, ducks, are, the green ducks are kind of a special the green circumstance ducks, you know <laughs> they're they're the green amazing. ducks yeah they excelled in that qualifiers and the stars did fine they actually i think they got fifth mm-hmm. in that qualifiers uh, and then, like, every year before that, all of the teams had been thrown into qualifiers, too. But the Marble League maybe wasn't as established back then as it is now. 2018, especially, was just a mess. Um, I'm putting on my lore hat right now. <laughs> the Solar Flares, uh, 
they did well in the wave, which we can just debate the that event. But they did well in the wave, and now they're just kind of heading to the showdown. Uh, turtle sliders, bumblebees. Bumblebees are also losing their perfect attendance streak. Um, there's now no teams from 2020 to carry on that mantle. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the pinkies and cobalts and chocolatiers, uh, it literally, and Fook touched on this in the marble base, uh, it literally came down to that photo finish. Um, if the cobalts had finished ahead of the chocolatiers, um, no, if the Cobalts had finished in the lead, they would have qualified. If the Chocolatiers hadn't finished second, um, would they have qualified? They still would have qualified. No. Wait. No, if, if the, the Chocolatiers, Chocolatiers had not finished second, the Pinkies probably would have, right? Yeah, that's... Oh, no, they would have had to finish fourth. No, 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 no. They they would need one more point. Um, yeah. If the Chocolatiers had finished fourth, they wouldn't have qualified. Um, it's crazy how close that came. Um, mm-hmm, the, sure. the turtle sliders, actually, uh, if they had gotten, um, I think if they would have gotten the silver, they may have qualified, which is so weird to think about. Because they were so up there far down earlier the on in the race, right? They, they were, they were, they were, they, they were leading and then they yeah. hit the orb. Uh, yeah. So I mean, was talking yeah. about that. But in terms of teams now getting the spotlight, um, the Chocolatiers have now appeared yes. in like every other Marble League since 2017, um, mm. which is a fun little stat. Um, it'll be <laughs> interesting to see how they do this time around. They actually, they usually get a, f- a few medals in a Marble League. Uh, in 2017, they were leading the standings at one point, huh. um, which no one thinks about. But uh, I was writing the lore for them, and I realized, wow, <laughs> they were leading, and the Limers were in second. <laughs> um, and, That's like, a weird team primary visual to was imagine. Up there. Yeah, uh, the Green oh, Ducks, man. they're here. The Limers, oh god. <laughs> um, you got, you but I'm most... the Limers. You cannot knock that. You y'all say, oh yeah. And I know this is the Limers trash emoji in the Discord server, so you can spam that if if you if you must. But I don't think the Limers are uh, forever a bad team. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I told, I said this years ago. There is going to be the year where the Limers come back and really make a statement. Is it this year? I don't think so. I am not putting them really? on my fantasy team. You this don't year. think so? Interesting. But is it coming? The answer for that. Is absolutely. I would actually say that 2022, 2023, we could see a real resurgence from the Limers. And and when you look at the Limers, and I know Swing Wave was big for them, and I know Sand Rally wasn't good. Their last place in Sand Rally is why they're not on my fantasy team this year, even though I love the team. Because you cannot, you cannot, cannot, cannot get last place in Sand Rally and think that you're going to be a front runner this year. But they so, are they are validly doing well this year. Their final endurance was passable. Their five meter relay left something to be desired, but wasn't terrible. And so I think they actually did well in their heat. They just didn't have a good time overall. And 
so I think that the Limers are making a slow push back towards a, a veteran team that should be a little bit better for sure. So I want to I want to give them some credit. All right, I want to I want to put away the Limers trash emote for a moment to and give them a chance here to show that at least in the Marble League they can be a um, a valid competitor. My question is to you, like while they're in the Marble League, why don't you think that they'll make that resurgence what do you mean what if they just don't qualify next year (laughs) what if they don't what if they're just left in the basement because swing wave isn't in qualifiers (laughs) well listen man okay okay um listen marble guy only can make predictions okay I, i base myself off what i'm seeing in front of me and they may not qualify next year but i do not think i cannot safely say I cannot sensibly, logically, as a marble sports connoisseur, as people might might call me, say that mm. the Limers will be the front runner team this year with a last place in San Raleigh. When they weren't in last place to begin with, they were actually up in seventh and even sixth place at some point during that race, and they weren't able to hold on. So that that um, inability to be consistent in San Raleigh, um, um especially when there was drama like the turtle sliders not finding their way and um, the orb and things like that. So there were other marbles that were struggling that could have been taken advantage of, and the Limers just continue to drop back in that race. I don't think this year is going to be Limers are better than Savage Beaters type stuff. It's just going to be, they're going to be there, and they might be present, and you might see them even win an event. That's all. Uh, it doesn't have to be... A- they don't no, have to be better than Savage Speeders to be resurgence. Like, like, like just do good. Like, that's like, no. I'm talking really, I'm, by resurgence. I'm talking about the Limers are gonna. Uh, Limers are gonna win one of these years in the, soon. Oh well, that's 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 not what resurgence means. That's that's just dominating. But like, I do have to bring up Flair's point. Uh, that's quite interesting. Uh, the Chocolatiers are very forgotten for a team that has been in three MLs. And I was talking. But they're bad. About this. They're a bad I, team. I was talking about this with. Fook a few days ago um it, it it's interesting like the limers and chocolatiers have been in the same amount of marble leagues uh mm-hmm. the difference between the the limers and the chocolatiers is that the limers are notoriously bad at, <laughs> like just just really one of the worst performing teams in recent memory while the chocolatiers yeah. are notoriously average they're just in the middle. They're yeah. neither at the top nor the bottom, and they Luke just kind of get lost in the sea of names and sea of teams. So, I'm not predicting a Chocolatier's resurgence, oh, and I'm, I'm not certainly not predicting a Limer's resurgence. But I do want to talk about the top three teams at the top of Group B because not only like is it surprising to see these teams at the top, but they're teams that I have like a pretty deep like lore connection to as well um the shining swarm wow uh they really just pulled it together like finally and i'm very happy to see that um yeah i mean i will i do want to cut in just for a sec here um when when we talk about shining swarm um that's a hard team for me to talk about because i just don't really have that much I don't have a sense of their abilities and, 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 you know, cause it's hard to really get a good sense from showdown because showdown is a lot, le- obviously a lot less competitive than, um, the regular marbly. So the shining swarm for me is going, is like a really interesting team that like, I, 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 I don't know if I'm putting them on my fantasy team yet, but 
I, I'm really, I'm really, really intrigued. I'm really, really intrigued to see how they they roll out hot roll uh, ricochet ricochet. Um, to see how they roll out this year. I um, but anyway, continue, Stunt. Well, I, I'm just gonna bring up some of their Marble League performance histories. Um, so they won the Fidget Spinner Collision. Horrible event for me as a Team Momo fan, but. For like, sure. honestly, the one thing that could cheer up my mood during that event was just seeing the Shining Swarm just have fun during that mm. event and just kind of mm. like, I, I don't think they were trolling on the Fidget Spinner. Um, I think they were just like trying to enjoy themselves without getting, you know, uh, smashed into pieces. <laughs> uh, here's some other results that I think are worth no- noting. Uh, they didn't do well besides... Uh, they didn't do well from like the first like quarter of the Marble League besides that collision result, but they got a seven seventh place in hurdles, sixth place in the relay run, uh, eighth in block pushing, eighth in high jump, fifth in archery, fourth in the underwater race, and fifth in the sand rally. So they actually pulled up some pretty strong results, even if they didn't podium throughout the rest of the Marble League, and they finished seventh. Pretty good for uh, just a new team. Uh, and the Wisps did well. The Wisps got fourth too. So like they were the undisputed like best rookie team of the moment. But the Shining Swarm were certainly there. And not only mm. were they there, like they actually did pretty well. Um, yeah. So like their, uh, uh, their skills, I mean, it, it's been four years and a lot could have changed but they're pretty capable racers um from what it looks like here they did well in all of the speed events and i'd say like their number one thing that they have is that they just just body their opponent during collision they're so good at it they they got bronze during uh the collision event in uh the 2019 showdown too so yeah, I agree. Uh, something that I was actually very interested in asking is like, if you remember, like, there's there, there's actually like a clip of you, like, like back in like episode nine, where you're like, like you're gonna pick Shining Swarm, <laughs> and I'm like, I know that that was a joke back then, but like, like, would you actually consider that being an option this year? They me or yeah, they were they were a big meme, uh, back like when I was wait, wait, or wait, like I really wait. tried to. Wow, well, wait, what is this? What is this? What, so was this was, a synth was, was or me the, who said this or who what happened? It was one of the <laughs> clips that Flair picked for the episode twenty five special, and like I'm, it's just one I remember. I was like, 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 uh, so it was like, you know who I'm gonna pick? Shining Swarm. Oh, I remember that. That was synth. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I barely remember that, but thanks for bringing that up. Um, I, I don't know. I try to like bring more attention to them. Uh, like mid 2019 really like because they didn't (laughs) they didn't have fans and they were a relatively unknown team and i'm thinking like what can i do to make this cool team that won one event just popular kind of or like decently known and for a while it was them as a meme and then like they failed to make it out the showdown and it was like wow there's really not much i can do with this team um hence 2020 (laughs) 
and I'm starting to write lore for all of the teams. And I have absolutely no idea what to write for the Shining Swarm. And I'm not going to use the mysterious trope because I already used that for the Hazers. <laughs> so I figured, hmm, what can I do? Well, Swarm, Shining Swarm, there's like a Sterling on there, Shiny. It, it kind of sounds like, I, I don't know what's making me think of it. But, like, this kind of sounds like just, like, a musical thing. Like, th there's something musical I make I could make out of this. And what okay. if I relate it to the Beatles? <laughs> because I love the Beatles. <laughs> and that's what I did. I, I How made, can you do like, that, though? How can you... Wait, so, because... Usually, isn't the isn't the goal of lore used in, within Marble Sports to keep Marble Sports from connecting to the real world? Like, yes. Like, so, like... That's true. So did you did you actually call out the band? No, <laughs> no, I couldn't uh. <laughs> do that. Um, I basically made it like a spoof. Uh, like okay. I, I basically said like the members of the Shining Swarm were once in this band called the Marbeats, and they oh, released okay. a bunch of albums, and they they decided like through that to like start to go into uh, they they performed a live concert I, i'm reading now from the wiki actually because i forgot the actual details uh <laughs> their most popular song is roll over and roll out and that song was used in a feature about marble sports tournaments such as uh the one that featured like the marble league in it initially and then uh the members of the band started to gain interest in marble racing and they performed their final live concert. Mm. Uh, and then after that final live concert, they started training as Marvel athletes. Oh, that's a fun lore. I really like that. That was a creative idea. Yeah. And it, it's something that just somehow it worked for them. Um, and then people ask me, well, why didn't you write, why didn't you use that about the Indigo Stars? Because they have Ringo's, of the Indigo Stars on the team. And they asked me this recently, and I thought about it, and I was like, well, here's the thing. The Indigo Stars already had some lore written about them, or, like, referencing them. And it came from a comment that Yella made back on, like, like old YouTube or Facebook, like, back before I was even a fan. And he said... The purple stars were planned to be in the 2017 Marble League qualifiers, but they pulled out of qualifiers due to uh, like mental health things, uh, mental health problems, mental health issues to work on their mental health. And from that, I developed the story for the Indigo Stars. And that's a story that uh, I, I feel like was very... It, it, it's a story that some people may need to hear because mental health is very important. And I tried to base that story just around kind of my own experiences with mental health and what other people may be going through and how right. they worked through that to uh, continue competing in marble sports. And it, it, the stars haven't been the best competing team, but after winning the practice race and after getting second in this qualifying group, I have to imagine that they're pretty happy and that the work that they put in 
has finally started to pay off. Mm, okay. And then yeah. the Raspberry Racers, they dominated. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And they, and they're, they dominated so well in, uh, and by the way, thank you for sharing, uh, some of the interesting, uh, history of some of the lore you've come up with. That's really cool. And, and that will, we'll continue to discuss that when we get to the, to the next segment of the show, um, which we're going to try to roll to in a moment here. Um, the Raspberry Racers did so well that they might even hit my fantasy team yeah. because they really impressed and they might be worth a pick. But uh, the fantasy discussion is going to happen more in the next couple of episodes um, where we really start to dive into that a little bit better. Um, mm. want to touch on one thing Focaf said, and then we're going to head to uh, the trivia segment. And that being, um, he says, one whether one t- he has two inflection points for ML. I'm going to touch on one of them. Whether one team can dominate the triple crown track events, being sprint, hurdles, and relay, um, is is a big inflection point, he's saying, for ML. Performance in these events are not only correlated between runs and correlated between events in ML 2016-2017. The speeders were able to dominate so much because they consistently got golds and silvers in these track events. But this year, there's a lot more competition for speedy teams, as well as possible domination by the Hazers. Here's, I do agree that domination among those three events is extremely important. I disagree that there's more competition for speedy teams. I really do. Oh, really? I do not think that the. I here's what I will say. I think the competition for the Savage Speeders is going to be a lot difficult because if you think the Old Rangers are not going to come out with with blood in their eyes, then, then you're wrong. I mean, they're, they're, the Old Rangers are going to come out very strong, and and the Old Rangers are almost. And I haven't really decided yet, but the but the uh, but the Old Rangers. Are, the Rangers are an easy times three for me, almost, almost, because they're they're most likely to come out and really be out for blood. But besides that, you're 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 losing a lot of speedy teams um, through uh, in these qualifiers. I mean, I mean, in in truth, I mean, Snowballs are not a slow team. They're not competing. Midnight Wisps are not a slow team. They're not competing. Um, if you look downwards of of the uh, Team Galactic. Not a, I mean, not a slow team at all, and they're a very consistent team. You're missing out on them as well, and so, and and you know, I don't think that the Rojo Rollers or or the um, the Gliding Glaciers or Shining Swarm, I don't think those teams yet replace um, those teams currently. We'd have to see them compete for a year to really make that sort of decision. So, I I I do agree with the inflection point, but um, I don't I don't know if there's going to be more competition um, for 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 teams like the speeders and those speed events, um, maybe from the crazy cat size because they showed so much in, um, RB the one, but I mean, we'll have to see. And, and I really don't think the hazers are your dominating team this year when it comes to those speed events. I mean, crazy cat size, old Rangers, savage speeders. None of them are, are feeling comfortable right now. Okay. None of them are, are, are at the point where they're like, okay, this year we don't need to worry too much. This year we can relax. Crazy cat size. Uh, really need would love to win and they're hosting and they would love to win a marble league finally and they showed a lot of speed in the previous marble one and then when you talk about the old rangers like i said they are not happy about the end of last year's marble league so they're going to come out like like extra strong like 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 double old rangers and the savage beaters are i mean they are what they are i mean i know that they kind of covered all the bases they won a marble league first repeat champion first marble league champion they've done all that but um, the Savage Beaters almost never lay down and die. And, and don't even forget about the Mini Maniacs. As much as I don't like them, <laughs> I don't. They're bad. I hate them. They're not bad. 
I I do think that they are going to be a, a speed contender this year. So um, there might be points of disagreement there, but I do agree with your uh, with Focaf's overall point about um, uh, those those three uh, basic racing events, sprint, hurdles, and relay, being extremely important. Being able to triple crown those is extremely important um, if you're going to try to win this year's Marble League. With that being said, um, I want to push on to the trivia. So let's jump into that. When we come back from that, we'll um, we'll talk about some Marble Earth as well. So can I uh, play the, the final... music? Oh, <laughs> I sure. guess I go guess go not. I guess don't play the music. Sorry, sorry, S Man Kason. Uh, Stint, go ahead. Put in a final. Sorry, mark. I I just have uh, one final point, and that's uh, at the end of the video we did receive a table on seating um, and how like seating this year is going to be like explicitly explained to us and how pot assignments for each of the heat events will have one team from each pot. So the friendly teams each are, uh, they're, they're all in one pot, so they'll never be competing against each other in a mm, heat and then interesting. five through eight in that list is the thunderbolts mellow yellow racers stars uh the top two from each group uh they'll never be competing against each other in a heat then you have heat three or pot three which is uh third and fourth in each group and then you have pot four which is fifth and sixth in each group wow. so i think that's going to hmm. create really interesting dynamic uh, you could have, for example, uh, let me just list this, uh, Savage Speeders, Indigo Stars, uh, Hazers, and Green Ducks, all in one heat. Well, that's a Savage Speeders victory. I mean, I, I, this just is, I mean, you, mm, <laughs> you think the Hazers are going to, really, you think the Hazers are going to come out and beat the Savage Speeders? I mean, Indigo Stars, definitely not. I mean, I, I I don't know. I mean, here's I mean, and but by the way, I do I do want to say I'm a, I actually really like that that's a a new structure because what it does is it it reduces um it it kind of allows for for more diversity as, as opposed to like the best teams like Savage Beaters and Rangers all going up against each other and then all of them are knocked out except for like one and then they're all moving mm. on even though Rangers maybe uh, may have been better than everybody but the Savage Beaters so at least pushes the best teams on to event two I mean heat two sorry round two um but what that what that does and and yeah I think that I think that it, Green Ducks or Hazers could beat the Savage Beaters in a certain event. But um, what that does is it really allows for teams like Crazy Cat Size and Savage Beaters and definitely, oh my God, definitely O-Rangers, definitely O-Rangers to be able to dominate quite easily in, in first heats because they're going to be usually two move on from a heat. So they're, they're going to be versing usually two teams that are pretty low on the totem pole when it comes to skill regarding speed-based events. So, I mean, my prediction for speed-based events is that I almost can't see a situation where the Savage Beaters or Rangers and Crazy Cat's Eyes all don't make it to round two in every speed event. That's what I see. You're you're sleeping on the Indigo Stars, I have to say. <laughs> I really am, but I do not think they are a good team. I do not expect to see any consistency from them. I do not think they're going to perform well at all. I think they're going to. Uh, I think they're going to finish uh, under eighth place this year. That's my prediction. I mean, they did pretty good in the qualifiers, so we'll see. Uh, I guess before we move on to the trivia, I just want to mention like. I liked that the VIP and coach section had like these little chairs. I thought oh, I that was that. cute. Oh, I just, I just so wanted good. to mention that. 
Oh, and the desk on Greg Woods' desk. And like that. Oh, I love that. And the little water the bottle. This year. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I have to say. Sorry for delaying the trivia. <laughs> oh, absolutely no problem. Um, sometimes I am the biggest culprit when it comes to delaying segments on the show. So trivia, here we go. Play that music. Is the music playing? I really freak. Now it's time for the trivia segment. Come on now, let's go, go, go. Go, go, go. Um, I'm assuming it's played by <laughs> this point. So I'll start us off. Super Yak has a... Um, a very useful question. Um, Super Yak is uh, one of the best trivia minds in uh, our server. Let me scroll up to his question. And um, he's got one for us. So um, I'm going to read this one. I'm going to take this one as mine. Um, Waff or Stint, if you have one, great. If you don't, it's okay. Um, uh, it, it, it's up to you guys. So the trivia today, the difficulty level uh, for me and Waff, he puts as extreme, which is scary. Um, for Stint, he says it's medium, I guess, because Stint is a very lore-based, um, uh, Marble Sports community member, and he will probably know this. Um, but this is a, this is a fair question. Here we go. Question. Of these teams, Raspberry Racers, Mellow Yellow, Boysenberry Ballers, Watermelon Walkers, Strawberry Strudels, Yarber Yellers, and Grape Nuts, which of these is not a team which participated in the Fruit Circuit competition? Oh my gosh, this will be interesting. Okay. Now, Stint, uh, I ask that you don't answer since I'm pretty sure you know this answer already. I think he created this information. <laughs> yeah, I so. know the answer and I won't say. Um, I'm going to lead you guys hmm. to my logic. Um, I'm going to... Okay, so I remember that I, the Yarble Yellers and the Grape Nuts are, are, do have roles on the Jammer server, so it's not them. Um, I know Mellow Yellow and Raspberry Racers exist, so it's not them. So mm-hmm. I have to choose from Boysenberry Ballers, Watermelon Walkers, and Strawberry Strudels. Um, I, <clears throat> I mean, this is hard because like I can't put myself in the mindset of oh, what kind of teams would Yella come up with? Since this was not come up with by Yella, it was come up with by other members. So while I don't think Yella would ever would ever let a team pass called Boysenberry Ballers, <laughs> the rest of the lore team might. So that's a this is a tough one. Oh my god. Um. Uh, hmm. So my answer for this. Oh man, that's. I hard. mean, I'm a little this confused because the spoiler box. <clears throat> and I hate to, I hate to answer something like this, but the spoiler box looks smaller than Boysenberry Ballers and Strawberry Strudels, so I don't. <laughs> that's also putting me off a little bit. Um, but maybe I don't know. Um, maybe it was just typed differently. So I mean, maybe maybe Grape Nuts was was not in actually in the the Fruit Circuit. I don't know much about the Fruit Circuit. Uh- um, I know I, the Yarble Yellers was. I'll go with Boys and Berry Ballers just because the other uh, lore teams don't have anything like the two with like a I guess Marvel related things, and that's the only one that actually has like slain the deal with spheroids. So that's what I'm gonna go with. Uh I think I'll go with Strawberry Strudels, man. That's a dessert. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Um, <laughs> let's just see what happens. <laughs> It is the Watermelon Walkers. Are you kidding It's me? the Watermelon Walkers. You know yeah. what killed me? My first guess, when I, fir- when I saw this question at the beginning of the show before uh, super- before we got to the segment, uh, my first my instinct was, oh, Watermelon Walkers, because why would you name a team with a negative connotation like walking? Because you want to be fast. Um, but, but then like I overthought it and went away from that answer for whatever reason. So 
Uh, thank you for the question, Super Yak. That was, uh, that was that's good, good that was trivia. Good. Watermelon walkers, man. You can't be walking Ooh. out there. You know, X Camel been counting. Um, <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. Um, uh, uh, and Flair got it right too. Good job, Flair. Um, you want more, you want extra more standard trivia questions? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I was asking it. for trivia because I didn't have a trivia question prepared, unfortunately. Actually, I feel like I had something and then I just kind of lost it at one point. <laughs> So, since do you have a random lore? Because we don't know a ton about the deep lore. So, if you had just like a lore fact, you can turn that into a trivia question really quickly because we may not know. Yeah, I could throw you uh, now. Writing more uh, Marble Rally lore is something I really want to do, but haven't gotten around to doing yet. And that's something right. that I'd also like to develop through Project, Project Marble Earth as well because. Writing lore for all of these wonderful marbles uh, is something I would love to help on, but not do completely on my own. Um, Understand, uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could just... Wait. Uh... I mean, I guess if we're, if we're, if it, if we end up waiting a while, like Super Yak sent me a trivia question to for mine. Uh, if you want to do that real yeah. quick, yeah, yeah, do that. <laughs> All right. So he gives us an optional difficulty of hard. So which marbles earned the uh, which marble? Sorry, earned the second most individual points in twenty twenty ML. Oh, I should know this. Oh, I'm just sad because I know I'm gonna get it wrong, but I should know this. I really, really should. I'm. Uh, I lean Kinnowin, but I don't know. I really do lean hmm. Kinnowin on this one. I, I, I feel like I saw it, um, but he might be actually number one. So, I mean, I feel is like it, it's on Ranger Marble. Is he minty fresh? I, I know they got, <laughs> I, I know they got two golds, but... Uh... I do not lean Mini Maniacs on this, but it might be. It might be minty fresh, actually. It might be minty fresh. Lean Kinowin, I lean Orangin, or I lean like like Speedy. That's this is a tough one. I I yeah. thought Speedy got number one, but or or like some Savage Speeders Marvel got number one, but I, I frankly that's why I lean Kinowin because I think sure. I, I see I see it being Speedy Kinowin. Does that make sense? Like that's what I see the top two being. Yeah, but Minty Fresh, Minty Fresh got two golds. I think. <laughs> Hmm. Um, or I feel like I should make it fair for us because like I can see the size of the spoiler tag and it's quite small. That's why uh, I'm saying Kinowin. Saying Kinowin. like like surprisingly small for a marble name. Wow. Well, I mean, okay, if that's the, then in that case, I would go Speedy then because that's a small name. Um, or Swiftly, but Swiftly's not as good, so Speedy. I'd go Speedy because maybe Minty Fresh was the top of that. And individuals. The only marbles with short names I can think of are the, are Team Momo and Jungle Jumpers, but Jumpers weren't in 2020. I'm definitely going speedy. Where is this question? Is it in the chat? Uh, he sent it to me in my, in my personal DM, so ah. I... Mm. Yeah. Mm. You have the short spoilers all to yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, well, unfortunately... Like, I, I, <laughs> Yeah, make sure to make those spoiler tags about a bit longer. Yeah, you should do. Uh, oh, but... tip for anyone who sends trivia questions: what um, S Man does when he sent me one, when he used to send me a bunch, 
Um, he would make the spoiler box super long because he'd use spaces and other random characters, like like a little like a like a, he'll do a slash and then spaces, then the answer, then spaces, then a slash just to make it super long. So I couldn't I couldn't use that. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I mean, I I, I, if, I gotta go speedy. Gotta go speedy. I guess, like I know Momo did better in 2020, but they weren't. I, oh, come I, on. I, I, would, Momo, I think I would have remembered. I would have remembered. I would. Yeah, I would have remembered if they had actually gotten that high in an individual. I will, I will so it's end not... this podcast. I will end it. I will end it right now. I will end this recording. Oh. I will end the show right now if Momo is top two. Momo's no, no way. <laughs> yeah, it was not Momo. It was not. Like there was no way it would have been. I would have remembered. Uh, I can I, I guess I think. Speedy uh, is your best bet. I mean, that's five letters. S-P-E. That's true, it's true. No, that's six letters. <laughs> I'll go with I'll go with Swifty just to have something different. And Synth, what are you going with? I'm going with Mitsu Crash. Alright, let's All right. see what we got. The answer, Ocean. Ocean? What? Was, oh, what? <laughs> oh, this wow. is 2019, though. Foo got right? it. What the heck, Ocean Man? Oh, wait, I didn't. Mean- <laughs> no, that makes sense. I di- I didn't mean to make that meme. <laughs> ocean oh. Man. Oh man. Lead me to the land. Listen, I I was actually I was actually completely I, I didn't know. So I will I will step down from that one is without the mm. knowledge. Josh is gonna have to kick me off his trivia team. Ugh. <laughs> oh man. Um, there's so much trivia in Marble Sports, though. It's hard to memorize everything for sure. Um, that's a good answer. Yeah. That's a fun question. Since you have one for us before we head back to the rest of the show. Uh, where is Blazing Fireball from? <laughs> oh, what man. city is Blazing Fireball I can just from? see Waff's face in the camera, and he's like, I'm not I knew that. this at one point. At one point, I actually knew this. I remember <laughs> reading this. Just it's a it's a fictional city. I know that. Like that's they're like, all that's fictional a, a, cities. Yeah. Uh. Uh. I'm gonna let Waff kind of take the reins on this one. I do not know. I don't. I don't know. Like flame top city. I don't. Know. I'm gonna go with. Um. I'm gonna go with. Bla- uh. Blazeria. <laughs> Blazeria. Uh, are those your final answers? Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, the correct answer is Chekum. Wait, wait, wait! Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> the balls of flame joke? Yeah, it's a balls of flame joke. Oh my god! Are you oh, cause Blaze. Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh my god! Uh... <laughs> this com- this community is great. Good, I love that was this community. Good um okay that's one of the oldest <laughs> jokes in the book come on i know I, yeah no i was i remember when there, i was there when um people were spamming that just every every other message was just the spoiler thing and the balls of flames um back in the old days with the fan teams um good one though good question so let's head back from the trivia play that music does that mean it played i hope so um that was the trivia segment. Now let's head back to the show, show, show. The show, oh! Um, uh, what is it? Show, well, well. <laughs> show, oh, oh, or whatever Waff says. Um, okay, we're back. The music probably was shoved in there somewhere. So, um, we are running very short on time. 
but we have to talk about Stint's project um, as uh, a part of this thing. So we may push emails off to next week because we may just run out of time because uh, Stint is going to introduce, discuss, and explain to us what is the Marble Earth project. Yes, Project Marble Earth. Um, Marble Earth. Uh, it's not the easiest thing to say. Um, project Marble Earth is... Uh, a community-led project uh, to build a community-authored narrative for Yellow's Marvel runs. So, uh, back before really I was a fan, um, there really wasn't much lore besides just a bunch of disorganized headcanons. Um, and then I think right around when I did start to become a fan of this, um, there was a Q&A on the wiki, uh, the subreddit actually. I was like, ask the International Marvel Committee anything, and we'll try to like provide answers. And people were asking about lore on there, um, and they made up some canons for lore. Like someone talked about Galaxy Toothpaste on there. Uh, someone talked about like this weird like lemon team on there. Someone talked about how the Arrangers have an accent where they add like. O's on to everything. Um, needless <laughs> to say, some of those... Don't give me any ideas, sir. <laughs> uh, so, some of those haven't made it past that thread, and some of them have, like Galaxy Toothpaste. Um, <laughs> but that was like, uh, sort of like the foundation before there was a foundation for establishing lore through the community, uh, made by the community, and the people who responded to that provided those answers were like Melikus and uh, Solcom and other members, some of which aren't active in this community anymore, but other members of the community. And then I mm -hmm. got more involved and I started writing the retrospective blogs on the MSPM blog. And um, I eventually, I, I wanted to write I wrote a few and then I like kind of like just started doing other things and uh, I was eventually I, I had always wondered like what happens if I write one for every team what's that gonna look like um and when I had started writing them I wrote them like as a part of like our world like Team Momo was based in New Jersey and <laughs> uh, raspberry racers were based in poland and That's whatever funny. uh yes uh ed ed ugj23 has actually uh found that thread of expanding the ml universe man can we, can we just um, take him well, i don't know how i do found he finds ed everything he finds everything so like, fast. If it's like if, yeah. it's, if it's gonna be found edu's gonna find it uh, it's just, that's guys insane you gotta love edu but back to yeah. what you're saying and then the JMRC was established, and then we decided through the JMRC was me, Mel, Nova Wolf, who wasn't on the JMRC then, and everyone else who was in the formal committee. Uh, we started talking about some bigger ideas for lore and writing, making a narrative <clears throat> for every team, which is something that Nova Wolf specifically pioneered, that every team and athlete should have a story. Um took it upon myself throughout uh, later in the year uh, to finally start writing lore for every team. 
um, through their retrospectives. And that, on my own, like even as Project Canon just kind of fell by the wayside of the committee, was something that I kept working on and kept working on. And I finally start, I, I finally finished publishing all of those active teams retrospectives last wait, year. Wait, um, can I, I want to I ask you this before I forget this idea, but um, so you have one article for each team is what you're saying, like one lore, like a backstory article for each team? Yes. Okay. That, so, that's excluding um, the flooding glaciers and solar flares for... I'm, sh I'm sure those will come soon, right? They will. Um, <laughs> I, this is going to start now. I'm just going to start this starting with episode 102. Um, every episode now, as a new segment, we are going to do one of those teams. We're going to read. I don't know if I'll read the whole retrospective or read it beforehand and talk about different points. But to, to, to slowly educate all the listeners on some of the backstory of each one of the most important teams in Marvel Sports, um, we're going to do one per episode. So, Waf, please, please, please. Um, I'm going to ask you just to do something, whatever it is, uh, just like cut off your arm or something. Make sure you remind me, remind <laughs> yourself to remind me to do this each episode because I want this to be a thing, like a, like a, like a new segment. Yes, we'll have to compress things a little bit more to give it time. And I'm going to try to make sure this segment is quick and just to the point. But um, I really think that it's important that we, we know um, at least some base stuff about the lore for each team. So uh, All right, all right. that is so I was just gonna say, as we wait for like more Marvel-y stuff, like we'll have probably a lot of t plenty of time to talk about stuff. But like, yeah, that actually is something like, that'd be really cool to talk about because like, um, when the when the retrospectives first started, I actually did read them for a bit, but I felt like I, I kind of just um fell away from it for a bit just because not because it was poorly written or anything, but I think because I think my mindset about it at the time it's hard to remember. It's it was two years ago at this point, basically. Uh, I think it was like. Hey, it felt like because like, it, because it, like, right it was only canon outside of things and was mostly never gonna be brought up within the competitions. It felt like it was, like it wasn't something that was I guess necessary. But I I definitely feel like the, I'm actually feel like getting into it now and like especially with the whole Marble Earth thing I, that seems like something to be very fun and interesting to get into. So yeah, the idea so, of yeah. Project Marble Earth and by the way, <laughs> Marble Guy, I'm I'm flattered and honored that you're actually thinking of incorporating that into it's a good future idea i really you, your, your writing is extremely good um and um being aware of that lore now that and coming we're like we're like a couple years into this podcast now and we 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 proclaim ourselves as connoisseurs of marble sports and some one of the most important parts of the community of marble sports is understanding the lore and understanding what the community accepts as the real stories of of the teams that we have so um, I, I find this particular idea um, or this particular um, this particular basket of knowledge or whatever you want to call it extremely important to to dive into um, as well it'll be fun it'll be fun we'll be able to like find weird little things about the marbles and then maybe some new jokes will come out of that we'll see <laughs> um, yeah. anyway um, we we're running low on time but I do want you to finish uh, explaining the marble earth thing so please do so and then we will wrap up for the show so the idea of Project Earth is that um, I was able to kind of consolidate all of these ideas that the community had and that the community had and also just uh, like incorporate my own vision for the project, for uh, the retrospectives and how I wanted each team's lore to be structured and how I wanted that to also be consistent across all of the teams so that's easy to follow. 
all of the retrospectives have a similar structure in like going from origin story to competitions to off seasons and that was all intentional now that i've done all of this work and i've done a little bit of outside work for the marble rally and marbula one and like the little off-season details of just building the world of JMR around these marble sports, it's time to bring that to the community and to expand hmm. lore making to the community and to get people in the community who want to just talk about this and to provide their own vision of it to do just that. Um, I can't do it alone. Um, I won't be able to keep writing lore forever. And it's fine. It, it, through Project Marble Earth, it's about giving those other voices, those other authors and writers and designers a platform to just have a say in how they want to advance these narratives, the foundation of these narratives that I started. I think that's awesome. I, I, yeah. it's, I'm glad that this project organizes all of those interested people because making it a thing, making it a making it a a place to be, the Marble Earth Discord server, the Marble Earth project, you're putting everybody who has the desire to contribute in some way to the the lore of Marble Sports. You're putting them all in one place. You're giving them all one common goal, and that's going to be successful. Because you're because they're all working towards the same thing, and they're not they're not feeling like they're all writing different things, and then and they're all arguing about them and sending them out to different places. They're all working towards the same goal, and that's um, that. I, I the great idea. I think the project will succeed because it's very it's organized in that fashion. Um, and you know, you know, in the future, maybe it'll be re- really um, a more uh, visually incorporated or vocally incorporated into. Um, uh, the the actual videos and maybe you can even contact greg woods and be like hey i'm just just here's some lore just pop a random thing in every once in a while and, and begin the incorporation because you have that project you're creating something a lot more credible because you have a lot more people agreeing that are very inner marble sports community folks um and, and then to bring that to greg woods and then you can incorporate it in without really any much drama because I'm, I'm 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 listen i don't know if he'll be down for it but greg woods i feel like would, would find that uh, really interesting and worth um, putting in there. So um, I, I'm, I'm all about uh, the direction of the project for sure. Um, mm-hmm. uh, join the discord uh, for marble earth. We'll probably throw it down in the description. If we remember um, uh, you can find it. If you just go into the JMR marble base and ask somebody in there, or maybe uh, I don't know. Stint, are you still in the marble base? I am. Yes. I'm actually so a moderate. Ping stint. <laughs> ping stint there. And uh You'll be able to um, access him regarding that. Um, anything else you want to say about it, Stint, before we close out for today? Uh, yeah. I just, um, oh, oh Wolf, you go first. I just, I just wanted to bring something. I do think that it's actually that it's, it's great that something like this has around. Switch since like I, I don't like talking about the, the whole Dion thing. I try to keep that as to minimum, but like as we already kind of discussed, like Dion is not really gonna like doesn't actually know anything about the old lore and it's kind of, kind of contradicts things like that. Like, Oh, the crazy mm. cat's eyes are from Egypt and like <laughs> how so much he cares about that. It would be nice. Like, heck, um, even in the qualifier, something that really threw me for a loop from the very beginning was Greg said, Momo Momo, um, is now the team captain in replace of Momo Mo. And I was like, hold on a second. That's not right. 
Momo Momo has been the captain the entire time. And after the event, I went back to check just to make sure. And yeah, Momo Momo has always been the captain. It's never been Momo Mo. And I was just very confused, like how they messed that up. Yes, I believe that was something that was just miscoordinated. And I, I don't know. Uh, I'm no longer behind the scenes, so I can't really speak to how that happened and how that should have been different. But um, yes, I definitely agree. Um, and this is something I hope is successful, that this project is successful. And I hope it's successful for the community, not for me. Um, this is a project for the community, not for me. Um, hmm. It's about giving, it, it, it's something that I hope the community is able to organize around in achieving in a way that uh, I, I feel like the channel may be having some difficulties with right now. And I know at the same time, there's also members of the new committee that are authors in Marble Earth that are trying to work to get some of the project Marble Earth or lore incorporated. Now, it hmm. doesn't mean Project Marble Earth is affiliated with JMR. That's something that I still can't, I, I, I still don't think is the case <laughs> unless I hear anything really from JMR about that. Right. But Project Marble Earth is a project for the community and it's about getting the community more involved in expanding uh, the narratives and lores and telling their own stories about this thing that they love so much. And that thing is the events and teams and athletes and uh, of Yola's Marble Runs. And that's the primary focus. And I'm excited to launch it pretty soon. Um, I've been working on the website and we've been working on actually making some new stories for the Gliding Glaciers and Solar Flares. Whether or not they're incorporated in official JMR stuff is just something I can't speak to. But there's something that this project is working on because this project is still following the events of the Yellow's Mobile Runs universe while also just creating our own thing. Um, it's about bringing the community stories of how marble athletes get into sports and becoming the best ver versions of themselves through their training to life. And that that's at the heart of this project. It's the heart. It's at the heart of the lore that I've written, and it's at the heart of what this will continue to be. All right. I like that a lot. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan as well, and you got the the full support of the MSW podcast as you as you work on that project. Um, I'm I'm really excited to see where it goes. Um, unfortunately, this podcast is going to an end as it is very long, so um, we are going to wrap up for the day. But thank you, Stints, for coming on and sharing this with us and talking some Marble League with us, and as we head towards uh, this year's uh, main event. Hmm. Thank you for having me on. I'm sorry I ranted for quite a bit about qualifiers. Don't be that sorry for ranting. Fine. That, that is normal for our podcast, <laughs> regardless if it's the guest or it's Brendan. And on a rare, <laughs> very rare occasion, very rarely, I will do it too. Just Buffed not as a often. couple. As a couple. Listen, um, I think I ranted today too. I, I got a little loud there about a couple. I mean, Indigo Stars, man. Come on. Indigo Stars. Come on. No, no, no. 
Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, Stinth, no, you you were great on the you were great today. We we learned a lot from you today, like a lot of cool stuff, and definitely we're gonna try to incorporate some more of that lore into the show as well, and so we can all as a as a as a community uh, of at least the MSW community learn more about that. So, with that being said, Waff, you can take us out for the day. Thanks for everyone who joined in uh, on episode one oh one. Wow, uh, we're almost <laughs> at a two hundred. <laughs> 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 This reminds me of Jackson's, like, 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 like 25 of your grammar sucks. That's almost 100 <laughs> every <laughs> single time. All right. Roll on, Marble Sports fans. Keep on rolling. <laughs>